The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. If he can keep us with a load of baggage so that we are always self-focused and always trying to deal with our own stuff and weighed down with oppression and heaviness and unforgiveness, and it is for freedom. Galatians 5 tells us that Christ set us free. He wants us free. Is it time for you to ditch the baggage? After decades of working with hurting people as president and founder of Mercy Ministries, Nancy Alcorn shares seven keys that open the way to true freedom. Next. and kind, and I feel very uh, uh, warmly received, uh, even in the cold studio. And I, I'm, it's cool in here. Are we all of you agree it's cool in here? And some people say, by the way, I'm James Robinson, and I welcome you to life today. Uh, a lot of times uh, people ask me why it's so cold, and I say, well, you know, Dr. Billy Graham's been my friend since I was 19, and he's supported me since I was young, and all we did, and he told me he loved to hear me preach. And he was complimenting me. He was so kind. I said, well, Dr. Graham, you're so gracious. Do you have any suggestions? He said, well, I just wish you didn't sweat so much. <laughs> so it's an answer to Billy's request. And it's cool. <laughs> it's a meat locker here when the people are not in here. We just hang meat. It is cool in here. You come be with us sometime. Everybody here, do you enjoy being here to see Live Today Tape and being with all of these guests? Well, you're a blessing. Let me just tell you that I've got a wonderful guest that I want you just to look at the title of this book you're going to want to get. As a matter of fact, if you care anything not only about receiving help, but you want to know realistically how you can offer help effectively, then from someone who understands how you deal with the issues people face and how to help them ditch the baggage, because everybody's got baggage. Everybody does. Junk in the trunk. Change your life. Seven Keys to Lasting Freedom. The forward is by C.C. Winans. The author is Nancy Alcorn. She founded Mercy Ministries. It is now going on the web to become Mercy Multiplied because it's going all over the world to help people find freedom so they can ditch the baggage. And Nancy had baggage, and she understands what it's like to unload appropriately with grace, peace, and freedom. Would you welcome Nancy Alcorn to life today? Nancy, I, uh, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm sorry Betty's not here. Betty had some surgery uh, on her eyes. She had to get a cataract removed, and then a little later, the other one. But I think she'll be back. I think you'll see her next week. At least that's the plan. Thank you. She's doing great. It's not an easy thing, and yet it's, it's kind of a miraculous thing that we're able to do. It is amazing, uh, Nancy, what people created in the image of God can do to bless others. We, they, we don't have a challenge we can't meet if we just follow the wisdom of God. And we really do thank you for what you're doing. Now, let's, let's just really let our viewers know, not only that you're offering help through Mercy Multiplied, go to that website, because you may know someone that's struggling. With major issues, you think there's no hope. Yes, there is great hope and great help. 
and Nancy through this outreach has been able to offer it. But I have an idea when you're talking about this, and, and I said earlier that it's kind of a curriculum. I want you to explain that a little more fully. But when you're talking about ditching baggage, you know something about baggage, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I had so much baggage of my own to start with, and basically going through what I went through as a young girl, um, you know, starting out with a lot of tragedies in my family, little sister killed suddenly in a very tragic way, and just being very angry. Uh, people came and said, you know, God did that because he needed a little three-and-a-half-year-old to sing in the heavenly choir, and we all know that's a bunch of garbage. But I grew up angry at God, because I and I didn't want anything to do with him, because I believe my perspective was that God caused that. Mm. And what I realized later is that that was just a religious somebody that had a religious mindset trying to bring comfort, but it wasn't the truth. And it's the truth that sets us free, and it is for freedom that Christ set us free. So I grew up with this anger, and, and it turned into rebellion, and it tur turned me into all, searching all different directions as a teenager, ended up with an eating disorder, tried to fill the void in my life with so many things, didn't want anything to do with God, and there were people praying for me, and I gave my life to Christ three weeks before my 18th birthday. So I knew I was born again. I, I, I got in the Word of God immediately, and I started finding scriptures like God is good and God does good. I've, I ran into John 10:10, 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. And I realized that it was, you know, will God use what happens to us? He, he will use it. And we can tell our story to help others, but he didn't cause it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he started helping me realize that if it's on the side of kill, steal, and destroy, that it's from the enemy. You know, for young girls who walk the doors of mercy and they have been raped and girls who have been sex trafficked and horribly sexually abused, if they believe that, that, that God caused that to happen to them, then why would they ever trust God? So we have to help them understand 1 John 3, 8, for this purpose mm -hmm. was the Son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. So we all have baggage, and it's important that we deal with that baggage in our life. So I started mercy out of my own pain because I didn't want other young girls to go through what I had gone through. And so 32 years ago, started mercy, started applying the principles of freedom to the, these young girls who come in with all these issues. And when one- you, When you say started mercy, you're actually talking about a place, right? I'm talking about a place. Like a home. A home, and it started, interestingly enough, in. Uh, even though I was from Tennessee, the first home was in West Monroe, Louisiana. And then we have started other homes around the country since, since the last 32 years. And now we have international facilities and 40-bed facilities in Nashville, Sacramento, St. Louis, West Monroe. And How then, long does a girl who's really, let's say, totally defeated? I mean, you, you actually, one of the things that surprised me, and I don't know if you're aware of it, how many girls, what do you call it where they cut themselves and, and really punish themselves? What, what is that? That's self-harm. 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 And there's a lot of them there like that. A whole that. lot of them. And so, but you bring them in where they have drug problems or anorexia, bulimia, all these different problems that just in so many ways destroy a girl, not only her self-worth, but actually her health. How long will they normally stay? And when, the, they, when they're when they committed there, what's what's the, the, the journey like? Yeah, the average length of stay is about six months. If a young girl's expecting a baby, that's a little bit longer. And if a girl has come out of trafficking, that's a whole different levels of trauma, so it takes a little bit longer, so it kind of depends. But we, how is this, this paid for? Uh, it is uh, that we take no government funding at all so that we have the freedom to share Christ. We take the girls in free of charge and we tithe as a ministry to other organizations. And 32 years ago, the Lord said, I'll, I'll touch the hearts of people 
to give to, to you monthly and to give to you as I speak to them. And if you'll do it with excellence, I'll see to it that all your needs are met. So the girls come free of charge and it's people, uh, businesses, uh, foundations, mostly churches, individuals, some, some and some churches that have us in their All right, it's a little bit like St. Jude's where they're dealing with health and taking children and people, and we support St. Jude's very, very faithfully because we want to help these little children. We would do anything to do that because we believe they're trying to be helpful. So it's a little bit like that, but this is strictly in the spiritual sense, although you're dealing with physical issues, very yes. physical. It's nevertheless, it's totally a Christ-centered spiritual thing, but it depends upon gifts from people. So the website, if they go there to Mercy Multiplied, can they see what you're doing yes. and find out how they can help because there are people yes. watching who may have lost a child to these problems right. or may have seen it devastate someone to where their hearts are broken and they would want to help or there may be those who've gotten help somewhere, even with you, and I would think they'd be among your best supporters, the right. people that got help there. But I want all of you to know, I don't try to guard your money. I try to get you to seek God as the overseer to make you a faithful overseer and a disperser of love through your giving to ministries. And there's the website. So praise God for that. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's I just okay. want everybody to know what this well, is. I, and, and while you're on that subject, I just want to thank you, James. I know you probably wouldn't say this, but I want to say it, that you and Betty and Life uh, support us. You support us every month. And I want to thank you publicly on TV for that because you're helping so many young women, thousands of young women who walk through our doors. And well, so that's what our viewers do, and we're grateful because you are you are the reason. Is we we're simply a ministry that you make possible in what we do. Thank you for it. So so what happened the last 32 years? I've watched girls get set free with these principles of freedom. Like early on years ago, I was praying about you know how how can we most effectively equip these girls so that when they leave Mercy, they're equipped with the tools they need that no matter what comes their way, that they'll know how to deal with whatever situation comes. And so, uh, because they haven't had their last, last problem, as we know, or their last life challenge when they walk through, out the doors of Mercy. So God gave me this these seven principles of freedom that we have applied inside the walls of Mercy for years and years. And a couple of years ago, the Lord started dealing with me about, I want you to write a book. Mercy needs to be multiplied around the earth. I want you to write a book, develop videos, and get a curriculum based on this book, Ditch the Baggage, the same seven principles of freedom that I gave you that you're using inside the walls of mercy to help set the girls free, that you, you can put those in book form, create videos and a study guide, and, and it can be used uh, to help people across the planet. So for the last six or eight months before the book came out, we have done beta test groups all across the country, and we have been getting some of the most amazing testimonies in all demographics, all age groups. It's really not gender-specific either, even though we've focus, our focus has primarily been women. But these are God's principles of freedom that will work to anyone who applies them to their life. And there was a lady, James, that wouldn't even leave her house. And uh, she went through this... Uh, this, this nine-week study. She wouldn't even leave her house. She had PTSD. She wouldn't go to the grocery store. She wouldn't go to church. She completely uh, uh, just stopped serving God, was angry with God. And her friend brought her along and got her to go through this nine-week study. And she wrote me the most beautiful letter. She said, I'm back in church. My, it's not only changed my life, my children's life. I go to the grocery store anytime I need to. I, go, I drove four hours to go on a week-long vacation. She said, I'm back. It's over. It's done. And she said it was because of what God did through the study. And so our goal is to see mercy multiplied across the planet because God 
means for us to walk in freedom. The devil would prefer that we do not get saved, but, 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 but once we get saved, then if he can keep us with a load of baggage so that we are always self-focused and always trying to deal with our own stuff and weighed down with oppression and heaviness and unforgiveness and we never take the time to renew our mind, then we, we're just trying to strive and strain till we get to heaven because we've got all this unresolved stuff that, and, and it is for freedom. Galatians 5 tells us that Christ set us free. He wants us free. And so this book is written to help people experience freedom on an ongoing basis. And it, it, God promises that he works in us both to will and to do his good pleasure. And he wants us free. Spirit, he wants us whole, complete, spirit, soul, and body so that we can enjoy life and we can impart that same freedom to other people. You know, one of the things I've, I speak at a lot of conferences across America and in other nations around the world and in churches. And I have, you know, pastors are starting to open up and be real and just tell me, we've got people sitting on our pews every Sunday that are dealing with, they'll name all the things, you know, sex, sexual abuse from their past or, or uh, you know, abortions from their past where they've never forgiven themselves and, and, and they, they're stuck and we just don't know how to get them unstuck. And what we're seeing is that there are people that go to church and sit on church pews every Sunday, but they are still dealing with the baggage from the past. And so... Uh, one of the things that, that, that we deal with is the forgiveness piece. And when people think about forgiveness, usually they think about, well, I need to forgive so-and-so. But, but in my life, I was mad at God because I thought he killed my sister. So I had to forgive God. <laughs> and then I asked him to forgive me mm -hmm. for believing uh, a wrong, wrongly about his character. And, you know, a lot of people get trapped not blaming God for doing it, but asking him why he allowed it. Right. Uh, you know, if you're God, you're big enough to stop it. The thing I think you really need to understand, and this is part of grace, and this is part of the greatness of God and a father, which uh, if you, you uh, any little girl may like to play with a doll, but you want to spend your life with a doll when you can have a, a real baby, a living baby to express love. God did not make puppets. He did not make robots. He did not make a bunch of people in bondage to him. He gave us the freedom to choose. And then he gave us the capacity to live in freedom over all the challenges and the things that would hold us captive, which is what you deal with. So God has given us choice, And people yes. make bad choices yes. that inflict pain on themselves right. and on others. And, James, and God had nothing to do with it. He's trying to show us the boundaries of protection to keep us from the pain that the enemy and foolish people would inflict on us. And you hadn't read that, this book, but it's all in here. So what everything I just said, you just said is oh, in this yeah, book. Yeah, you know, we're talking to the same person. And you know, yeah, because we know that we have the same father and he tells exactly. us the same thing. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, you know what's so funny about what you just said? We had this little 17-year-old girl. She grew up in church and just, to, but she came into the program and she was pregnant. First two weeks she was there, every time I would see her on the campus, you know, or pass her in the hallway, I, she'd just be sobbing. And finally I said, hey, do you need to talk? I said, yeah, I've, I've noticed that you're just emotional every day. And she goes, yes, I do. And I said, well, Tell me what's going on. She goes, I'm just so mad at God. And I mm. said, you're mad at God? I said, why are you mad at God? I just can't believe he let me get pregnant. <laughs> and that's a perfect example of what it you're is. saying. You know, there are consequences, and, and we talk about that in this book too. It's sure. very practical. There are consequences for the choices we make, and a lot of times we want to have victim mentality instead of taking personal responsibility. And that young girl, we helped her understand that. She realized this is a consequence of a choice, but it also means that God is going to be with you in this process. And he's, we said... God is proud of you because you could have gone and gotten an abortion and you didn't. He's in this with mm -hmm. you and he's going to see you all the way through it. And I mean, from that point on, when she understood 
correctly that she made a choice and there was a consequence, but God still loved her and he was with her and he would help her. It changed everything. And I mean, no more crying. I mean, she got in the word, but it was, it was just getting God's perspective on the situation and understanding the truth so that she could walk in the freedom of it. And that young girl, to the, that's been almost 20 years ago and she's still in touch with us to this day and just doing great serving God in her local church. But she just needed somebody to help her understand the truth. And she had to forgive herself because mm -hmm. she realized I did a foolish thing and she forgave herself, but she also embraced the fact that I'm having a child and I'm going to be the best single mom. And she believed God as we taught her for a, a, a godly husband. And God brought that godly husband who adopted the little girl and it it's just beautiful. Don't you love to hear a story like that of what love does and grace does? And I really suggest that you get the book, Ditch the Baggage, Change Your Life, and not only learn and find freedom yourself, but also how you can pass it on to others. I think it's very important that you really grasp something that Nancy shared. God gives us boundaries that are not prison walls. They're walls of protection to protect us from evil. And he says, if you will live within the hedge, his word, if you'll build your house, Jesus said, on a solid rock, it'll withstand the storm sure to come. Don't build on sand. It's shifting. Build on something solid. My truth. If you'll do this, the blessings are sure to come and the ability to deal with the storms is there. Because what God is saying is, I have given you boundaries to extend your days in the land that I give you, the promised land. I don't want you to live as prisoners in the promised land. I want you to live free. And this is what I'm offering you. But you need to walk within the boundaries of my word and my standard to extend your joy. No parent tells a child not to play in the street when they're small because you want to limit their fun. You tell them not to play beyond the boundary in the street because it will limit their fun and hinder or even end their life. So please see that the loving father knows exactly what he's doing. Nancy, one of the things that we do that as well as help you and, and support what you're doing, we're doing our best to set children free all over the world from sexual trafficking. It's hard to comprehend that this happens. I want you to look. I want you to see these little girls, and then I, and then I want you to watch what we can do. But here, get this miraculously, a single family said, we want to give out of our family resources nearly a million dollars to help you build a center, perhaps one of the largest in the world, to rescue children. And if you will raise a third of the cost, which the cost to build in this part of Asia, Southeast Asia is very minimal compared to ours, we can build an incredible place for these children. And we can do it together. And all they ask is that we here, our viewers would meet the rest. Watch and see if you don't want to do it. When we see children being children, laughing, playing, it brings a smile to our face and joy to our hearts. But to the human trafficker, they see young bodies who they can control and exploit for money through forced prostitution. Trainee was once a happy child playing with her village friends. Then one day a relative of hers promised her a good job in the city to help her parents who were in desperate need of money. To her horror, Trainee's relative ended up selling her to a human trafficker who locked her up in a room and forced her to perform sexual acts for several men. Three days later, she was let out only to work in a karaoke bar and solicit more clients for the trafficker. The harsh reality is, Shrainee is not alone. 
there are thousands of innocent young girls who are trafficked every day. In the twinkling of an eye, their lives can be destroyed by depraved monsters that live in darkness. Something must be done, not only to help Shrini, but to reach out to other precious children who are being held against their will or are at risk of being trafficked. Father, I pray that every person who just saw those children will see the reality of many children who are being taken captive and held in sexual bondage for the gratification of people who will never find satisfaction, who themselves are held captive. In Jesus' name, please. We're asking every one of you, and by the way, what we're doing in outreach to stop the sexual trafficking of children and, and of women and boys and children is a result of God-loving, compassion-filled mission and relief workers who brought us situations that become an opportunity to assist, alleviate suffering, and offer freedom. We did not know if the viewers of Life Outreach around the world would even watch. We thought maybe you would just turn away, but you did not. You actually communicated with me and Betty and all of us here at Life today that you wanted to put God's arms around them and set them free if it could be done, and yes, it can be. So we're asking you to help do what you, our viewers, indicated you wanted to do together. And this is a miracle. Because you see, we have provided life centers and homes for children and women all over the world to get them out of trafficking. People are giving $128 per victim to take care of them for a year. Many of you will want to do that. That's what the cost is, just to care for them. But here's the miracle. Those who are working realize that we need a place to take the smaller children who have been caught. We can actually, we found a way to get them out. But we need to take them a place that's very secure. We're not going to talk about where it is. But we're ready to build it and give them the security that totally changes their life and gives them a secure, safe future. We know how to do it, we know where to do it, but we need the wherewithal. And God miraculously gave us a family that said we will give $820,000 toward the cost of that facility, which means we need another 410,000 to have the amount necessary, almost one and a quarter million dollars. Here's what it means to you. It means that basically what you give in its final effect is tripled. It means that if you give $40, it has a $120 effect. You give 80, it has a $240 effect. Think about that. Think about the $1,200 gift that we so often ask people to sacrificially and willingly give. It becomes $3,600. So it is literally multiplied in its impact. Father, thank you for that. May we gladly take advantage of this incredible blessing to be a blessing in Jesus' name. Would you right now, would you make that gift? Could you make a $1,200 gift? Could you make an $80 gift that'll be multiplied? At any level that you can help, would you do it right now? Simply go online, lifetoday.org, use your bank card like a check, or you can dial that number, take your bank card, make the gift, God put on your heart. If you do want to write a check, make it to life. But call us and tell us what you're sending. We need to know. We believe that we're going to meet this goal together. We're thankful for a family. Everybody that has been blessed is not necessarily greedy. 
Many who've been mightily blessed are good stewards of what God has entrusted to their oversight. Thank God for them. Would you take advantage of this opportunity to set people free from the sexual trafficking? We have some beautiful gifts for you. Sarah Young is one of the most blessed authors with devotions. She has written the book, Jesus Calling. From that, the most beautiful things that she shared have now been illustrated in one of the most magnificent books that I've ever seen. Taking the most fabulous statements that she's made that bless people and put them in the most beautiful presentation. We want to send this to you for any gift you make that will be multiplied basically three times its effect just to say thank you. The Thomas Kincaid Forest Chapel painting, it's a canvas that's been beautifully framed for you. What a testimony. We're sending you to say thanks for those of you who would in fact make that $1,200 gift that'll be multiplied to $3,600. Thank you for the gift you make online or by dialing the number. Thank you for sharing God's love. Innocent children created to be happy, loved, and cared for are being abducted and sold at the hands of violent predators, their spirit and bodies broken under horrific emotional and physical abuse. Our dream is to build a unique child rescue center in Southeast Asia, a safe haven 100% dedicated to rescuing young victims from the sex traders and helping them begin the recovery from the abuse they have suffered. This dream of a new rescue center can soon become a reality with your support, combined with a promised $820,000 matching gift. All we have to do is raise an additional $410,000 to begin construction. That means your gift today will be matched two to one, having a triple impact. Gifts of $20 will be triple to 60. $40 will be triple to 120. $80 will be triple to 240. And generous gifts of $1,200 will be tripled to $3,600 to help us rescue children from sexual slavery. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you Sarah Young's newest book, Peace in His Presence, favorite quotations from Jesus Calling. Also, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help us build the Child Rescue Center, and you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. We will be sending you as an expression of our thanks, and I know you don't expect it. Just as we ask you to bless, we love to bless you. This will be a blessing. Forest Chapel will be a, a beautiful blessing in your home or your office. And if you'd like to have Nancy Alcorn's book, which is, it's a curriculum, but it's also answers for you and people you love. It could be a tremendous blessing to your church leadership and to the people you could help. If you'd like to have it, just simply ask for it. You can go online or the bookstores and you can get it. But if you help us help these precious children and provide this, this life-saving facility, and you'd like to have Nancy's book, we'll send it to you to say thank you. Well, all of you here in the audience, wonderful audience we've got, would you say thanks to Nancy Alcorn? Mercy Multiplied. Thank you, Nancy. Remember the new website, Mercy Multiplied. You may want to be involved. You may have someone who needs to go there. Remember, go to stream.org every day and get wisdom, okay? Thank you for watching.
Willie had actually left a note on my truck it said, Jeff, I know what you've been up to. And I was like, oh boy. Tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.